This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Discount Tire presents On the Rubber. A look at both teams' pitching numbers through six innings. San Francisco has used two pitchers to get through six. Riley Ornito pitching three. Owen Stevenson throwing for three. Those two combined to scatter ten hits, give up seven runs, six of them earned. Throw five strikeouts and issue three bases on balls. One hit batsman. 128 USF pitches thrown through six. For BYU, through six complete. Four pitchers. Ryan Brady, two and a third. Cy Nielsen, one and two thirds. Callahan, an inning. Daly, an inning. Ten hits, seven runs. Four of them are six strikeouts to one base on balls. One wild pitch, two hit batsman. 122 pitches thrown by BYU. That's on the rubber, brought to you by Discount Tire. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. New pitcher for San Francisco is Adam Shue, the right-hander Shue, facing Austin Deming, who curves that foul down the third baseline into the BYU bullpen. No balls and a strike. Adam Shue, jersey number 24, on the green USF shirts today. Three-pitch mix, fastball slider change. Fastball high 80s, slider low 80s, and a change in the same vicinity, and that's a called strike, and so Deming is behind 0-2. Austin Deming leads off the BYU 7th. We're two-thirds of the way through here on the hilltop, and it's a 7-7 ball game. Both teams 7 runs, 10 hits. Austin Deming, 1 for 3 today. Strikeout, strikeout, then RBI single as he batted in the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th innings. Outside edge and just missing for ball one. One ball, two strikes to Deming, BYU's third baseman. BYU's runs leader. Third in total bases. Third in batting average and fourth in hits. A well-rounded season for Deming. He'll just reach out and softly line that to short. The catch made by Kieschel and one gone for BYU here in the seventh. Deming is retired. On the line out to shortstop. Josh Cowden now bats. The left-handed bat of Cowden, seventh in the order. A single and a run scored in the second. A walk and a run scored in the fourth. And a ground out to first base in the fifth. So one for two today with two runs scored. And that'll be dirted on the way to Cowden for ball one. Cowden, the DH today after left field starts Tuesday and Thursday against UVU and San Francisco. And that'll be a take around the kneecaps for ball uh, strike one, right? Beg your pardon. One and one, the count. One out, no one on. Top seven here in San Francisco. Josh making his 13th to make his 12th DH start of the season today. Adam Shue. Prompts a swing and a miss from Cowden. And that was indeed a healthy hack for Josh. Two home runs for Josh Tuesday night against Utah Valley. It was 0 for 2 yesterday with a strikeout. Here on the hilltop, 1 and 2, the count to Cowden. Lefty in the box, righty on the mound. Wind picking up a little bit. And that's popped up sky high to first base. Gioso and now Grime will take it. The second baseman aligned with Gioso at first will handle it. So the pop up to second for Cowden and two gone for BYU. 
So both outs recorded in the infield and in the air. The line out to short and the pop up to second. BYU's had just one three up, three down inning offensively. That was in the fifth. Ground out, fly out, strike out. And now they go line out, pop up. Two gone for Colin Reuter. On a 0 for one day, two bases on balls. And a run scored for Reuter. Takes ball one from Adam Shue. Hayden Latham is on deck. Latham replaced Dawson Hall in the batting order and in left field. That's called strike. Top of the zone, one ball, one strike. Wind's about, uh, the wind is about five miles per hour heavier now than it was when the game began. As that's a wave and a miss from Bruder to create a one and two count. And the forecast is for more wind tomorrow. Another 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain Time first pitch. This is the middle game of a three-game set, and it's in the balance with three innings remaining. Off speed, and out in front of it, a swinging strikeout from Reuter. And a three-up, three-down inning for USF defensively and for BYU in the box. Line-out, pop-up, and strikeout. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on. We go bottom seven in a 7-7 ball game. Time for the seventh-inning stretch brought to you by Mountain America. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Bottom seven next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Jordan Vujovic leads off to San Francisco 7th. Nate Daly stays on the hill. That's a little looper into left field. And digging for second, sliding in with a headfirst double is Jordan Vujovic. So a runner in scoring position to lead off the bottom of the 7th on just a straight bloop to left. It dropped and digging hard was Vujovic around first. He's got his second hit of the day. He is two for four on the day. And USF is in business in the bottom of the seventh in a 7-7 ball game. Third baseman, Mario DeMera. So Vujovic hitting lefty just kind of fisted that opposite field over the head of Deming, short of the left fielder Latham, and it's a man on second on a very short double, a hustle double for Vujovic. 11th hit of the day for San Francisco. Mario Demera hits with a runner in scoring position. That's a good cut and a miss from Demera. Demera hitting it well in clutch situations. 308 is his average with runners in scoring position. And on second is Vujovic, leadoff double for San Francisco. The last inning, the sixth, was the first inning in which the lead runner who reached did not score, but almost did as Jovic was thrown out of the plate. The 0-1 squaring is Demera. And pops it up. Yeah, Daly threw him a high fastball and having to reach up to bunt it, he fouled it out of play to Demera. So it's no balls and two strikes. The bunt will likely come off. So the 0-2, Vujovic at second. Nate Daly on the hill. And Demera on an 0-for-3 day on a flyout, ground out, and strikeout afternoon. The 0-2, off speed. And a backwards K, the punch out of Demera, and one gone for USF in the bottom of the seventh. So the inability to get down that one strike bunt, crucial in the at-bat. 
USF could have been runner on third, one out. Instead, runner on second, one out, and Brandon Grime coming into the batter's box. He had one look on the square to Demera and fouled that out of play on the bunt attempt. So leadoff double for Vujovic, but he stays where he was after sliding in. Moments ago, Grime now hits. Back-to-back -back hits for Grime. That's grooved in by Nate and taken for strike one. Brandon Grime popped up in the second to the shortstop, singled and scored in the fourth, and doubled and was stranded in the fifth. We're in the bottom of the seventh in a 7-7 ball game. USF seven runs, 11 hits, an error. BYU seven runs, 10 hits, and two fielding miscues. The 0-1 to Grime. Vujovic is lead at second. Dally glances back there. Comes plateward, high fastball, and swinging under it is Grime. That'll be 0-2. Dally bringing substantial heat on this pleasant but cooling afternoon. Late into the afternoon, wind picking up. Sixty-one degree afternoon. Oh, two with one out and one on. Dally from the stretch. Again, a look back to second, and he comes hard with the fastball, and that's foul to the screen. And Ruder will take it off the ricochet. Brandon Grime now with hits in fifteen of his last seventeen games. And now on a nine-game hit streak. Singling and doubling in his last two at-bats. The 0-2 to Grime. The second baseman wears jersey number two. Dancing off second is Vujovic. High fastball missing for ball one. Grime is having himself a series. Four for eight with two runs scored out of the six hole. Same batting order today as yesterday for head coach Matt Keplinger. The one-two from Daly to Grime. That's high heat for ball two, well above the strike zone. From 0-2 to 2-2, you're in the bottom of the seventh of a 7-7 ball game. Grime holds the bat over his left shoulder, waves it rhythmically, awaiting the 2-2 offering from Daly. Kick and fire, and again, high heat, and again, above the zone. Three and two. Nate's got to make a pitch. First base open with Vujovic on second. One down here in the bottom of the seventh. Cougs have led it one nothing and 6-3. We're now tied 7-7. 
Punch and counterpunch throughout the afternoon. That'll be a breaking ball grounded to Daly. Daly will get Vujovic hung up between second and third as he threw to third. Third back to Watkins. Watkins will tag out Vujovic between second and third, taking second on the play as Grime. And it's two out now for San Francisco. So the grounder back to Daly. And he got Vujovic hung up as he looked to throw to third. And USF has had uh, three base runners out on base paths this afternoon. One on the third, one on the sixth, and now one here in the seventh. Either caught between bases on rundowns or thrown out at the plate. So Grime reaching on the fielder's choice to the pitcher. Then it went one, five, four, five on the retirement. Uh, Vujovic. A swing and a miss from Freeman, the right fielder next to hit. 0-1. So leadoff double by Vujovic, but may not get them much here, depending on what Nate Daly can do with Zach Freeman. As Grime has replaced Vujovic at second, but now with two out. So the 1-5-4-5 retires Vujovic between second and third. And Grime reaching on the fielder's choice, advancing on that rundown. The 0-1 to Freeman. Runner in scoring position, two gone. That's top of the zone for ball one. Zach Freeman today hit by a pitch, scored in the third. Struck out looking in the fourth, struck out swinging in the fifth. He hits now in the bottom of the seventh and has a 1-1 count with two out and a man on second. He'll take that around the knees for strike two. It's a good pitch. And I'm sure Freeman talking to himself as he kept the bat on the shoulder there. And he was really frustrated with his second to last strikeout that was that caught looking in the fourth. The 1-2. Daly can get BYU out of this inning with one good pitch. And there it is. It's a backwards K. And for a third consecutive at-bat, Zach Freeman is down on strikes. Lead-off double, but nothing for San Francisco in the seventh. For USF, no runs on a hit. There were no errors. The runner was left on. We go top eight, 7-7. Seven, seven, Cougs and Dons on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, to the top of the eight, uh, Nate Daly and Aiden Callahan have combined to pitch uh, three scoreless innings. As BYU's hanging in there 7-7 with San Francisco, we're top eight and leading off for BYU is Hayden Latham. Replaced Austin Hall in left field and in the batting order. 0-1 goes to 1-1 one and one on Latham. Latham's first at-bat in the fifth was a swinging strikeout. He bats now in the eighth. 7-7 our score. BYU seven runs on 10 hits. USF seven runs on 11 hits. Adam Shue, third pitcher to work for USF, gets Latham checking and enough to go through on strike two. 1-2 the count to Latham. Hayden on the year hitting 234, hitting 333 leadoff. And that'll be skipped to the catcher Campania. Two balls and two strikes. Hey, 
It's been a fun game. BYU led 1-0 through 2. USF went ahead 3-0 through 3. After 4, it was 7-6 USF. And then BYU with 1 in the 6 to square it. And that's where we are right now. 7-7 in the 8th. That's high and belt buckle height, but inside for ball 3. Full count to Latham. USF pitching three bases on balls on the day. BYU's issued just one free pass via base on balls today. The 3-2 from Shu. Off speed and looping to the right field corner and foul in that corner. Once it gets there, I've got to kind of stand up and crane to see what I can see, but it did drop foul. In the right field corner, again, down that right field line, just 300 feet, bringing into play the netting. And you can play it off the net up to 35 feet where the yellow line, the home run line, is placed in right field. From right center to the right field corner, have that 35-foot line that graduates diagonally down to center. And that's foul down the third baseline. The looper by Latham. Count stays three and two. Hayden stays in the count. BYU-USF, one of four WCC games being played today. And that'll be a walk of Latham as he takes outside. So lead runner aboard for BYU here in the eighth. And that's four bases on balls given by USF pitching today. The other three league contests are all nighttime affairs. St. Mary's at Pacific, Santa Clara at San Diego, Loyola Marymount at Gonzaga. That'll be a key series to see if uh, LMU can hang near the top of the WCC. Ozzie Pratt, top of the order up for BYU, is diving back on the throw over as Hayden Latham. There's one non-conference game about to get underway up in Seattle. Portland plays at Seattle at the top of the hour. Empty count to Pratt. Pratt will square. Drop down a nice bunt down the third baseline. He could beat this out. Indeed he will. It'll be a bunt single for Ozzie Pratt. The third baseman, Demera, charged and barehanded, but Ozzie took so much off of that that there wasn't even a throw coming. And Ozzie Pratt is speedy to begin with. And so it's an infield single, a bunt single for Pratt, and the Kooks have their first two batters aboard here in the top of the eighth. Hayden Latham will go to second on the bunt by Ozzie, and Ozzie finds himself at first base for the fourth time today. A double, a single. He reaches on an error and now singles in his last four plate appearances. Ozzie has been productive. An RBI, two runs scored, and three hits on the day. Brock Watkins will now hit. Cougs have something percolating here in the eighth. It's a tie ball game. 7-11 is what I see on the scoreboard. Seven runs, 11 hits BYU. Seven runs, 11 hits for San Francisco. Cougs get their first two on here in the eighth. Latham at second, Pratt at first, Watkins in the box. Right-hander batting, right-hander throwing. A square by Watkins in an offering, missing it for strike one. Brock Watkins' four-game hit streak ended yesterday in this ballpark. 
And he's hitless today, but with an RBI ground out. 0 for 7 in the series with an RBI. Brock is due for a hit. He's BYU's hits leader on the season. A throw back to second. Latham is back clean. Brock leading in hits, triples, total bases, second in runs scored. He's got an 0-1 count from Adam Shue. First two on for BYU here in the eighth. Brock will square. If they say he offered at it, no. You say pulled back enough, so it's one and one. Brock Watkins with uh, one sacrifice bunt on the season. And he has squared a couple of times. One ball, one strike. Latham on second. Pratt on first in a tie ball game. Drops the bunt down to the pitcher. Pitcher looks to third. Will go only to first. And so Brock does his job. The sacrifice bunt will move. Runners ahead of base and put two runners in scoring position with one out in a tie ball game. Nice work by Brock. Pratt will go to second, and Latham will go to third. Mitch McIntyre today. Is uh, 0 for 3 with an RBI. Pitchers conference here with a one out in the top of the eighth. Cook put the first two aboard with a Hayden Latham walk and an Ozzie Pratt bunt single. And then Watkins grounding out a moment ago. Officially 1-3 on the sacrifice. So a long chat on the hill in a 7-7 ball game. Two runners in scoring position for Mitch McIntyre. And Mitch on the season hitting an even 300 with runners in scoring position. Better than his season average of 281. So we're into the eighth inning of a tie ball game. BYU's had only three of these games all year. That is games tied after seven. And BYU's one and two when tied after seven. San Francisco is one and four when tied after seven. Mitch McIntyre, left-handed bat with two on and one out here in the top of the eighth. This game nearing three hours in length. Maybe a breaking ball foul to the backstop for strike one. Mitch McIntyre has reached base streak now to nine games, singles in the first and the fourth, and again the sixth. Mitch, three of four with a run scored and two RBI. And that's dirted to the catcher. Good block. The numbers I gave a moment ago were for uh, Watkins at 0 for 3 with a run on RBI. Mitch has had the much more productive day at the plate. Season average up to 281. One and one the count with one out and two on. Cook's looking to untie this game here on the hilltop. Latham on third, Pratt on second. First base open. 
Shue kicks and fires and again hops it in front of home plate. And Campania made to work behind the dish. That's two balls and a strike, and both balls have been spiked. Steady wind out to left. The 2-1, and that'll be chopped to the screen behind home plate. 2-2. On deck is Ryan Sapiti. Sapiti is added to his team leading RBI tally with his 31st run batted in. Was the game tying run. On a sack fly in the sixth, we're 7-7, seven, seven, now in the eighth. Cougs have two in scoring position and one out for Mitch McIntyre. The 2-2 from Adam Shue. Kick and fire. Mm. Ball three on a good eye by McIntyre. Just a little outside, as judged by Scott Jones. Scott Jones, home plate umpire. Sean Rakos at first. Josh Gottlieb at second. Billy Hayes at third. We'll see Billy Hayes behind the plate tomorrow for the season finale. The 3-2 to Mitch. He takes and takes his base. Ball four. And the Cougs load the bases with one out here at the top of the eighth. Mitch McIntyre aboard. And he reaches base for the fourth time in five plate appearances. Adam Shue now to deal with Ryan Sapiti. USF thinking a ground ball gets them out of the inning and BYU thinking one well-placed hit could break this game open again. Here we go. It's an empty count, one out, and three on. Bases loaded for Ryan Sapiti. It's BYU's first, uh, make it second bases loaded at bat of the day. The Cougars are 0 for 1 with the sacks stacked. The 0-1 to Sapiti. Nubber off the end of the bat. First baseman will handle, will throw the pitcher at first. Step on the bag and not be in time as Sapiti beats it out. And scoring is Hayden Latham with run number eight. The Cougs take the lead 8-7 and the bases stay loaded and one out remain. Ryan Sapiti with the nubber off the end of the barrel. First baseman handles, scoops to the pitcher, but Sapiti beats the pitcher to the bag. And it will be an infield hit for Ryan Sapiti and an RBI. His second of the day. Scoring is Latham from third. Advancing to third is Pratt and McIntyre now on second. Sapiti at first. Base is still loaded for Jacob Wilk. Cooks take the lead 8-7 here in the top of the eighth. And Jacob Wilk pops it up. Shortstop, third baseman. Third baseman calls for it and lets it drop. It does drop. Did they call infield fly? No, they come home. Ozzie Pratt slides home. Ozzie Pratt's called out at the plate. Hold the ball. Batter's out, right? I thought I saw the umpire signal infield fly on that. That was bases loaded, one out. The pop up to third. The wind played tricks with it. And the ball did drop, and the Nazi had to be on the move home. They threw home. 
And so they're going to call batter out and then run around. USF's run off the field. That could be an unusual double play. BYU's batter, BYU's uh, left, the, left the field. USF's left the field. And we've still not had definitive calls here. But that's going to do it. Yeah, I think we saw infield fly. And so that will be an unconventional double play to end the top of the eighth. BYU scores one in the inning. So BYU one run on the two hits. There were no errors and two left on. We go to the bottom of the eighth. BYU does take the lead eight to seven on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougars got one run on the top of the eighth, but the top of the eighth ends with the bases loaded in an infield fly that was rather late. It was late to the call from the home plate umpire, and Ozzie Pratt, after the uh, pop fly dropped and the wind was involved, certainly, he came home and was thrown out 5-2. And so the batter was out Wilk on the infield fly, and then Pratt coming home was thrown out for an unusual double play to end the top of the eighth, but the Cougars scored one in the top of the eighth. They would love to have scored more with the bases loaded and only one out, but the infield fly coming into play with Pratt then being thrown out at home. And I thought the call came a little late on infield fly, and there was confusion clearly from both sides to end the uh, top frame. We're bottom eight, and Cooper McKeon has entered the game for BYU. It's a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print, and Cooper McKeon, the southpaw, gets an 0-2 count. On the first battery faces Michael Campagna here in the bottom of the eighth. It's BYU 8, San Francisco 7. Cougs on top in this back of fourth affair. Eight runs, 12 hits, BYU 7 runs, 11 hits, San Francisco. The 0-2 from Coop. That's high for ball one. Cooper McKeon has a hard-to-handle curve. The 1-2. That breaking ball is grounded to Deming, backs up on it, gathers, and then fires high. And by taking the first baseman off the bag, diving at first and going in safe is Michael Campagna. And the Dons get the lead runner aboard here in the bottom of the eighth. The high throw from Deming, pulling Wilk off the bag. And by the time he came down, sliding in ahead of it was Campagna. And it'll be an infield signal or an E5. How will they judge this? It'll be E5. So an error, and BYU's third of the day. So Campagna aboard, and a Nick Jovetic. Who's due up in the uh, order. Good job. Do it again. back to the dugout. An offensive conference here in the bottom of the eighth. The top of the eighth ending controversially. Again, ultimately, it's, it, it, it looks like a simple, rather what should have been a simple infield fly situation, but the call came late, and Ozzie Pratt confused. You know, took off for home when he could have just stayed where he was with Wilk being the only out on the play. 
But I'm not sure that it was ever signaled early enough for everyone to realize what the situation was. And of course, the wind being in play, it was a swirling pop-up, not a traditional pop-up. That said, it was a drop or a missed pop fly in the infield. And then with Pratt going home, he was thrown out to end the inning. But not a lot of argument from BYU and, and kind of a delay for both teams leaving the field. It was a weird way to end the top of the eighth. Hopefully what happened there doesn't come back to haunt the Cougs. They give up a lead runner here aboard on the bottom of the eighth. And then as McKeon checks Campagna at first, he throws high, and Wilk had to be aware there. So they've kept Jovetic. Foster is now pinch running for Campagna at first. Foster came in as a pinch runner late yesterday as well. So Jovetic hits and takes low. Ball one. 1-0 with Campagna reaching on the E5. Foster has come in to pinch run for the catcher. Darius Foster takes his lead at first. BYU 8, San Francisco 7, bottom of the 8. And that's a breaking ball bouncing on the plate or in front of the plate to Reuter for ball 2. 2-0. Two McKeon facing Jovetic, who today is one for uh, two for three with an RBI double and a single after which he was thrown out at the plate later in that same inning in the sixth. Two balls, no strikes on Jovetic. The southpaw McKeon kicks and fires, grounded off the glove of McKeon. The throw to first will not be in time. And it's a pair of tough luck reaches for BYU defensively. Campagna reaching on the E5 and Jovetic on the infield single that was off the glove of the pitcher Cooper McKeon. And so with no one out, it's two aboard for San Francisco as Darius Foster advances to second on the single off the glove of McKeon, handled by Watkins, and the fire not in time as Jovetic beats it out. So first and second, no one out, bottom eight. In the top of the order, Luke Kieschel, just the man the Dons would want up. It's a one for four day for Kieschel. Two pop-ups, a fly out, but an RBI double and a run scored in the fourth. 8-7. The Kooks lead. Corners play in. Ball one from McKeon. Campagna reaching on a throwing error and Jovetic reaching on an infield single off the glove of Cooper McKeon. Here in the bottom of the eighth. No one out. Runner in scoring position is Darius Foster. The 1-0 with the lefty McKeon on the hill. Goes to ball two, missing low and outside. The 2-0. It's low for ball three. Cougs looking to keep things together here in the bottom of the eighth. It's not started well. 
And the way the top of the eighth ended is looming larger now with that confusing, fin confusing finish to the top of the inning. That could have kept Ozzie Pratt at third after an infield fly call. Instead, he was thrown out at home with some confusion on the play. Oh, and it's a high fastball called strike. Keisha thought he was walking, and Cooper McKeon stays alive in the count, needing to throw a strike at 3-0, and he does. High in the zone, but strike is the call. 3-1 to Keishel. The offensive leader for San Francisco on a 14-game reaching a streak. Takes his base. And USF has bases loaded, no one out. Here in the bottom of the eighth with Harris Williams III coming to the plate. The base on balls issued to Kieschel. Moves, moves Foster to third and Jovatic to second. And meeting on the mound with pitching coach Michael Bradshaw and Colin Reuter conversing with Cooper McKeon. The BYU left-hander and the Cougs in some trouble here in the bottom of the eighth. Coop, the six-foot-one, 195-pound sophomore from North Carolina. Had his inning get off to a rocky start on a throwing error. On a pretty standard ground ball to third, but Deming delivered high to Wilk, and as Wilk had to leave the bag when he came back down, sliding in, safe was Campagna. Campagna left the game for a pinch runner, Darius Foster, who's now at third. Jovatic off the infield single, is now at second, and Kieschel off the base on balls is at first. Corners are in for BYU defensively. Harris Williams the third. On a two-for-four day with a run and two RBI hits with the bases loaded, no one out. A swing and a miss from Williams out in front, and Coop is out in front in the count, 0-1. The 0-1. USF with his first bases loaded at bat of the day. And that one spiked. That's the curveball that fools the hitter. And Harris Williams, the third, steps out of the box, resets his bearings as he was chasing a ball in the dirt for strike two. 0 oh 2. And the only danger with going to that is that sometimes your, your catcher has a tough enough time handling it. And with a runner on third, it's a bit of a risk pitch. The 0-2. And that's a curveball. And that's another ball low and in the dirt and a swing and a miss. The Cougs get their big first out of the bottom of the eighth. The one helpful factor is even if you do spike a ball here, it's likely not to go too far. And so that may make Cooper a little more likely to throw that curve. And he threw it to great effect there and gets Williams down on strikes. So from bases loaded, no one out, to bases loaded, one out for Gabe Gioso. BYU 8, USF 7. Cook's just desperate to hang on to a lead, or at least not give it up the other way here in the bottom of the eighth. 8-7 eight, the score. And that'll be chopped foul toward the BYU dugout. No balls and a strike to Gioso. Gioso one for three with an RBI today. Get 
Going a swing and a miss from Gioso. No balls, two strikes, one out, and bases loaded for San Francisco. They had both bases loaded, no one out moments ago. Coop trying to help the Cougs get out of this inning. Breaking ball, lifted in the air to center. Should be deep enough to score the run from third. Mitch McIntyre will make the catch, and the run will score on the tag. Darius Foster comes in to tie the game on the sacrifice fly by Gabe Gioso. Did his job, got it up in the air and deep enough to score. The Dons' eighth run of the game. We're back up and tied again. And again, equal offensive numbers. Eight runs, 12 hits BYU. Eight runs, 12 hits San Francisco. The Kooks have three fielding errors. So a pinch hitter for San Francisco as Kyle Nell will hit for Jordan Vujovic. With two outs and two on here in the bottom of the eighth. On second is Jovetic, on first is Kieschel. In the box now is Kyle Nell. The fifth year senior from Tigard, Oregon. Right-handed bat facing the lefty, McKeon. Coop looks back at second and delivers low ball one to Nell. USF loaded the bases with no one out here in the eighth. A strikeout by McKeon, a sack fly from Gioso. And we are tied at eight. Cook's looking to keep it tied to the ninth. Nell takes that breaking ball in for strike one. The curve thrown by Coop settles into the zone. One ball, one strike, two out, and two on for San Francisco. This game is a three hours and 15 minutes old as we play in the eighth. Eight all the score. The lefty kicks and deals. And there's that curve again. And there it is bouncing off the dirt again. There's the block by Ruder again. And a swing and a miss for one and two, the count. It's almost as hard for the catcher to deal with as the hitter when Coop has the hammer dropping like he has today. One and two, the count. And a piece of it on that breaking ball to keep it one and two from Kyle Nell. Such an important game for BYU when you think about uh, what both teams are battling for, and that is to stay in position to get to Stockton. It used to be four teams that get there. Now it's six. A little more wiggle room, but... BYU has to start winning series. They've lost four of five coming into this weekend. The one-two. That breaker gets away from Ruder, but he chases it down and keeps the runners on their bases. Jovetic at second and Kieschel at first. 
Two balls, two strikes. The BYU Southpaw McKeon comes set to face Nell and bring him a 2-2. Slow roll to, to Deming. Deming bobbles it. No throw. And base is loaded again. And that'll be E5 for the second time in the inning. As Kyle Nell will reach and everybody's safe. Kieschel goes to second. Jovatich goes to third. And the sacks are stacked for Mario Demera. Third baseman, Mario Demera. USF still officially 0 for 1 with the bases loaded. As Nell reaches on the E5. Kook still yet to get out of this inning. Two out. Bases loaded, and that ball is spiked to Reuter. It's ball one, no swing that time. Demera, hitless on the day. He's one of only two USF players in the starting lineup today yet to record a hit and takes outside edge around the kneecaps for strike one. One and one. Demera and Freeman are the only two players without hits in the starting batting order for USF today. Demera 0 for 4 with two strikeouts, including both of his last at-bats, at last two at-bats. The 1-1 forthcoming from McKeon. Bases loaded, two out, bottom eight, tie ball game, eight all. And that pitch is below the zone for ball two. How much do you trust your best pitch? And as a hitter, how much control do you have to lay off what looks appetizing? We're in a high leverage situation here in the bottom of the eighth in a tie ball game. Two balls and a strike. Coop needs to throw strikes. Let's go, Rio. 2 1. And there it is, bounced again, and a swing, and it hit the catcher, Reuter. As Cooper comes in to retrieve that rolling ball, and that was, again, a spiked curve by Cooper, and it bounced up and hit Reuter, who's slow to get up. He was clipped by that bouncing ball, and there it is again. The hammer dropping, bouncing, and yet a swing and a miss. Two balls, two strikes, two out, and three on. Head coach Trent Pratt will join trainer Judd Franson to look at Colin Reuter, who's now rolling to his backside as we try and assess just where he's hurt and how able he will be to pick up and continue. And he's just taking deep breaths right now. So they're working with the BYU catcher right now behind home plate. He remains seated after taking that bounce off the dirt. Cy Nielsen brings a cup of water out to Colin to help him in his recovery for the moment. He's going to get back up and stay with it. And uh, Michael, 
Yeah, Bounce just caught him in a tough place on the anatomy. And uh, they'll let him take his time for sure. So BYU in an 8-8 ball game with USF here. Slight delay to get Colin Reuter ready back to go. And Judd Franson with a smile on his face indicates just kind of one of those moments that uh, most of the population can relate to. Reuter's going to get back into his crouch and gonna get this game back underway. Two and two, the count to Mario Demera. Two out and bases loaded in a tie ball game. Eight all. Cooper McKeon from the stretch. Wind up and delivery. Breaking ball is a single through the left side. The, the go-ahead run scores. Insurance run will hold at third as Nick Yoatich scores the go-ahead run. USF 9 and BYU 8 here in the bottom of the eighth. Keishel holds at third. Nell will advance to second, and the bases stay loaded on a 5-6 single for Mario Demera and an RBI to put the Dons in front by a score of 9-8. Demera unties the game as USF has played it two in the bottom of the eighth after BYU scored one and only one in the top frame. Jovatic scoring on the Demera single through the left side. And now Brandon Grime will hit. Eighth batter for USF here in the eighth inning. And the Dons have had a handful of these long eight and nine hitters types of innings. BYU said one such inning itself back in the fourth in which BYU scored five. It's been a crooked number game for both teams. The 0-1 becomes 0-2 as Grime fouls it to the screen. The Cougs will now have to come back in the ninth. BYU has one win all year when trailing after eight innings. BYU 1-15 when trailing after eight. They will need a second such win or they will lose a series to San Francisco on a Friday as the shadows begin to creep across the diamond from the first baseline outward. We're late in the afternoon here by the bay, and that is a 0-2 take. An appeal at third. Nope, didn't go. It's a quarter swing from Grime, and one ball, two strikes is the count. BYU took the 8-7 lead in the top of the eighth. The inning ended confusingly, if not controversially, on a maybe we'll call a delayed infield fly call. That resulted in a runner being thrown out of the plate for BYU. They had bases loaded one out and got just the one run by the end of it. And now two in the bottom of the inning for the 9-8 Dons lead. And that'll be a backwards K. Cooper McKeon gets the strikeout. The caught-looking strikeout of Brandon Grime. The eighth batter to hit in the eighth for San Francisco. Four USF in the eighth. Two runs on two hits. There were two errors and three were left on. We go to the top of the ninth. USF 9, BYU 8 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, a couple of fielding errors for BYU in the eighth, contributing to a two-run USF eighth after BYU took a lead in the top of the inning. BYU went from up 8-7 to trailing 9-8, and it is 9-8 USF leading BYU in the ninth inning. 
as Jacob Rogers will now pinch hit for Austin Deming in the top of the ninth inning. And a pitching change for San Francisco. Josh Molaris will now come in to attempt to record a save. USF 9, BYU 8. USF 9 runs on 13 hits. BYU 8 runs on 12 hits. The number that looms large is four BYU errors. And Molaris pipes in a take and strike one to Jacob Rogers. Cougs down one. They have the six, seven, and eight hitters due up here in the ninth. Malaris follows strike one with ball one. Both heaters, the second just outside. USF looking for the series win on this Friday afternoon. BYU's not lost the first two games of any WCC series yet. As that wild pitch gets away from Campania. I beg your pardon, Oliphant. Now catching as he came in late yesterday. And that got away from him for ball two. That's popped up in the infield. First baseman in and will make the catch. Gabe Gioso calls it in for out number one. BYU down to its final two outs, trailing by one as Jacob Rogers pops up to first base here in the ninth. We're in the top of the ninth. Back and forth we've gone all day. And if the Cougars don't come back to win, the way the top of the eighth ended will be discussed ruefully from a BYU standpoint. And to make that matter moot, Cougs will need to string some hits together here in the ninth. Josh Cowden on a one-for-three day with two runs scored. 1-0 count to Cowden. High for 2-0. Josh Molaris, the latest pitcher in for San Francisco. Molaris making his 19th appearance. Four saves lead the Dons. And that's a foul tip strike. Two and one. Malera's coming in with a 3.26 ERA. And a better than six to one strikeout to walk ratio at 45 to seven on the season. Two balls and a strike. Malera's kicks and deals and that's low in the zone and a called strike just around the kneecaps and maybe just a shade below. Either way, two and two is the count. Josh Cowden looking to stay alive in the at-bat. Two and two to the BYU DH Cowden. And that's a swing and a miss on a high heater. And the Cougs are down to their final at-bat. Top of the ninth, two out, BYU down one. The tying run comes to the plate, as has been the case in each of the first two at-bats. But Colin Reuter, with home run power, represents BYU's last hope for the time being. And it was Colin Reuter in this ballpark yesterday who went yard with a home run to left, a solo shot. As it goes to strike one, the count on Reuter, 0-1 from Malaris. Ball one. One ball, one strike, two out, bases clear. 9-8, Dons lead it. A healthy hack from Reuter for strike two. 
as a well-rested Malaris has gone to the gas can here in the ninth. Final out and now final strike for BYU. One ball, two strikes, two out, the kick and fire, and that is outside the layoff from Reuter. The 2-2. Malaris kicks and deals, and again laying off his Reuter. Fills the count. Cook's hoping to bring the go-ahead run of the plate, and it would be Cole Gamble as a pinch hitter if the Cougars get Reuter aboard. And that is a swing and a miss and a frontwards K to end the day as San Francisco defeats BYU by a final score of 9-8. to eight. The winning runs were scored in the bottom of the eighth. USF 9 and BYU 8 is our final. Post-game coverage from San Francisco starts after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.